We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope everyone had a safe travel in. It looks really slick out there. And the sidewalks, at least this morning when I was going to work, very slick. Um, But the roads seem to be okay. Minus the issue on Maple, seemed like we had an okay ride in. Hope everyone is enjoying this full week after Thanksgiving for some. I know once we get into December, everyone's using the end of their vacation days. So for a lot of you listening, this might be your last full week of work. Maybe you've taking a bunch of three-day weekends for December. So whatever it is, hope you're enjoying it. Um, Let's get right into it. I think it's pretty obvious what we're going to talk about today. Uh, It is the big news in Buffalo. It's pretty much been the big news in Buffalo for the last two years. Uh, But it looks like one chapter is about to close and we'll bring another chapter about the Buffalo Diocese. That's right, Bishop Malone is set to either resign or request early retirement tomorrow. Now, this was rumored a few weeks ago, did not come true. Actually, it seemed the bishop was all intent on going in and continuing his attempts to turn this around. Well, that now appears to be done. It looks like Bishop Malone will, again, either resign or request early retirement tomorrow, and a new bishop will be brought in to clean up the mess that is the Buffalo Diocese. So from you, I want to know, and this has already gotten really hot on Facebook, but I have a few questions for you. Obviously, I will give you my opinion, and we'll go down exactly what's happened, what the people around the diocese are saying. Uh, the diocese itself, not commenting, uh, but the whistleblower and a few other people have spoken. We will get you those uh, comments. But from you, I'd like to know, does it matter if the bishop resigns or takes an early retirement? Would you rather one or the other? And... The new bishop, what will he need to do to restore trust in the church and bring the diocese back to what it should be doing? And that is being a place of worship for those in the community. 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open, 3930. And I have to say, I wasn't surprised when I saw this come down yesterday. I was surprised it's taken this long. And I have to say, and believe me, obviously, defenders of the bishop, I'd love to hear from you at 803-0930. But I am surprised at the people who are still so upset that the bishop has taken all these attacks after what has gone on. Yes, He has made attempts to 
clean up the mess that is the Buffalo Diocese, but not before he contributed by years of cover-ups. Now, he's been the bishop since 2012, 2012. We've only started getting lists of, uh, of priests under investigation two years ago, maybe even just one year ago. My mind's not the best when it comes to time. But only in the last few years has the Buffalo Diocese been transparent with priests under investigation or priests that have been accused or accusations that have been substantiated. That's only in the last few years. For the first years of Bishop Malone's tenure as bishop, he was doing what the last bishop did and the bishop before that did, and that was covering up accusations, leaving those priests at their parish, or even worse, transferring them to another parish where no one knew the accusations against this priest. There were no investigations done into the priest. An, uh, an accusation would be made. That priest, would, it would either be covered up or that priest would go somewhere else. That did happen under Bishop Malone. And Bishop Malone had access to the evidence that it had, it had happened in the past. Personally, I think the new bishop that comes in here, first things first, no more cover-ups. Number two, let's open the files. Let the people, let the Catholics in this community take a look at accusations, at substantiated accusations, and yes, you know, to... to Restore trust, you have to admit where you went wrong. And I think they need to expose the cover-ups of the past. And yeah, that means more than just the bishop needs to leave the diocese. It's like when you have an 0-11 football team. You have to clean house. You have to get rid of the staff. You have to get rid of the people who were part of the culture of covering up the despicable acts of these people in the past. 803-0930, star 930 on your cell phone, 3930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Also, you can comment on Sandy Beach's Facebook page. I always thank Sandy for allowing me to do that. Also, it is Giving Tuesday. So if there is a not-for-profit you would like to promote, you would like to mention, you can do that as well uh, when you call in or on the text board 3930. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer in for the legend Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. So the news broke yesterday and has been confirmed by us here at WBEN. Bishop Malone will step down in some fashion tomorrow either early retirement or resignation. And obviously, we will find out tomorrow. If we do any sooner, we will bring it to you here on WBEM. Um, but I think we all saw this coming. I mean, the pressure has been on the bishop now for a while. And looking at the text board, 3930, uh, texter says, Beamer, I guess I don't understand. I have not seen any evidence of this. Of the cover-ups? I mean, hey, I understand. We have a lot of Catholics in Buffalo, and they want to go to church. They want to have a place to pray. Right now, 
that doesn't seem to be the number one priority of the diocese with everything else that's going on. So how about just admitting or taking a look at the evidence that's out there? I mean, Channel 7 has done a great job with the eye reports and the letters to the, the, to the bishop, to priests, from priests. I mean, right there, there was one where the priest pretty much said, hey, look at the money my parish brings in. You wouldn't want to move me or dismiss me from my parish. Guess what? That priest stayed at his parish. So there is evidence that Bishop Malone covered up accusations. Now, again, if accusations aren't substantiated, those priests are allowed back in. But covering up an accused priest or moving that priest to a different parish is part of the problem. And it's enabling someone who is capable of committing a horrible crime or who already has committed a horrible crime. Why is it that the diocese gets to do all these investigations behind closed doors and then doesn't have to reveal the outcome of the investigation? Here's what the new bishop has to do, in my opinion. Bring in an independent investigation team Okay, let them have access to everything, to everything. And then let that report be released to the public. Because right now, and again, it's nothing against the message of the church. And unfortunately, I think the message of the church and the church being that place where people go to to feel safe, to pray, it's not that right now for a lot of people. And I think in order to do that, transparency has to be number one. And right now, it is not. And it wasn't under Bishop Malone. Okay? Now, ever since the evidence, what I call evidence, came out in that Channel 7 report, the diocese has been somewhat transparent. They've released lists that started at 42 and is now over 100. Okay? They've given interviews. They've gone to the media. They also had an investigation, an internal investigation, that the results were not shown to anybody. Now, a lot of good people listening to this radio station right now have given a lot of money to the local diocese, to their church. I think if anyone deserves to see those results... It is those people, the people who are looking to gain trust in the Catholic Church. But right now, for a lot of people, it's not there. And yes, this could be a step in the right direction. But for a lot of people, they need to see more, okay? They see Bishop Malone stepping away, but they need this new bishop to not go hide once they get here. They need this new bishop to say, you know what, here was the internal investigation, but I'm going to go one step further. 
I'm going to have an external investigation. They're going to come in here. They're going to look at everything. They will have access to literally every piece of documentation in this building, in our records. And then they will give a report directly to the public. Why is that so difficult for the Buffalo Diocese to do? Why was it so difficult for this bishop to do? Now, I know a lot of people are disgusted at what I'm saying. They think I'm way off, and I understand that. And if you, if you think so, please call 803-0930, star 930. I'd like to hear your point of view. Why, in your opinion, is this the wrong move? And what has the diocese done correctly to restore trust from locals in the church? Because right now, everything they've released, everything they've done, their hand has been forced by the media or by a whistleblower. It wasn't on their own. And I think a lot of people would start trusting the Catholic Church again, would start giving money to the Catholic Church again if they knew when the diocese got information about someone, about a priest, that that information was made public at least to the parish, at least to the people who are going there, who are raising their families in that church. But right now, like I said, Every move they've made, it has been forced by a report in the media, by a whistleblower, or by another priest. But nothing has been done on their own. And I think number one has to be with this new bishop, they have to promise transparency. 803-0930, star 930 on your cell phone. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 39.30. Also, on the Facebook page, Sandy always allowing me to use his Facebook page when he is away, and I am very thankful for that. Now, I know a lot of you, like I said, a lot of you disagree with me. A lot of you do agree with me. On the text board, we have a text that says, Joe, Bishop Malone is not going anywhere. And even if he does leave, nothing will change. The church, of which I am a member, gets by these things because they move so slowly. That's according to Mark in the Falls. Well, and that's another thing. I think, I think a lot of people will feel same old, same old if this new bishop comes in here and does nothing, Right. He does his media welcome tour, just like Bishop Malone did in 2012. And then he goes and hides away uh, with the diocese. I think this new bishop in the first month could restore a lot of trust if he says exactly what I said. Now, we'll see. I don't even know who this new bishop is. But I think if he takes a look at what's going on, and of course he needs time to get familiar with the area, get familiar with this diocese. But I think once he does, and if he was, if the first thing he did was promise transparency and released the results of the internal investigation and also promise another investigation by an outside service, I think we would see a lot of people who have lost that trust in the church, who might still go to church because obviously they want to pray, 
They want to have that place of comfort, but it doesn't feel the same. And maybe those feelings would come back. Maybe those feelings would change if they felt the diocese were in better hands, in, hand, in better hands, and they could trust the person that was there. I don't know. But I'd love to know what you, what you think. I want to know, is resignation or early retirement, does the difference matter to you for Bishop Malone and what I've been talking about this entire first half hour, what does the new bishop have to do to restore trust in the Buffalo Diocese? 803-0930, star 930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach. Always a pleasure to be with you, Buffalo. Also, it is Giving Tuesday. If you have a charity or a not-for-profit you would like to promote, you can do so on the text board at 3930, or if you call in on the topic at the end of your call, obviously, uh, I'll give you some time to push that not-for-profit. More Joe Beamer. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. After this. Welcome back. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Talking about the possible, or, you know, I'm sorry, the confirmed step down of Bishop Malone. It will either be an early retirement or a resignation. Now, I know some of you want to see resignation. You don't want him to be able to take an early retirement. I'd like to know your opinion on that. Also, what does this new bishop have to do to start restoring trust in the Buffalo Diocese? Something that has been lost, has continued to be lost, is trust in the Catholic Church, in the Buffalo Diocese, because of, I think, the lack of transparency. But I'd like to know what you think. 803-0930, star 930 on your cell phone. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open 
at 3930, getting some great text this morning. Keep them coming. Also, it's Giving Tuesday. So if you have a non-for-profit, a charity you would like to promote, you can do so as well. 803-0930 or on the text board. All right, Kathy in South Buffalo has been hanging on for a while. Kathy, good morning. We'll put Kathy back on hold, and we'll go to our friend Bill in Eden. Bill, good morning. You know what? I know exactly what's going on. Hold on one second. Blair, phone two, phone one right there, that pot, should be on and up. All right. Sorry about that. That is 100% on Joe Beamer. I apologize. Kathy in South Buffalo, now the floor is yours. Well, you have to buy me a cup of coffee for that for that wrongful cutting me off. On That's a deal. You and Bill both get a cup of coffee on Joe Beamer. All right. Uh, good show. But what I come for is we can get rid of Bishop Malone. That's, that's a, a given. We're going to get rid of him. But the problem lies in the fact that it's the, when the priest, any priest, meets with a parishioner anywhere, it should be in an open area it, I mean, you can sit in the front of the church, and you can sit in the confessional, and you can have your private confessions and everything, and, and your confidentiality with the priest telling them your problems. But why not make it so that there are always two? We have lots of nuns. Have a nun where, it, where she can see the two people talking in the front of the church, and the nun can sit in the back. She can't hear it. It's still private. It's safe. When everybody is these secret little cubby holes in these churches, if you've gone through a Catholic church, they have cubby holes and little rooms all over them. And that's where the problem is. You need to stop this secret meetings. Why are they so secret? You can talk to somebody in a public place and whisper in their ear and tell them whatever you want to tell them. Other people can't hear you, but they can see you. Especially in in a church, I mean, the size of these churches, like you said, there should be at least a second person there. That doesn't mean they have to hear your confession. No, uh, no. You could put a if you go in, the, in these different rooms, these confessionals and things, they have curtains or doors. Why not put a glass door on there? You can be in there and talk to whoever you know, the priest. You, we need to be to guarantee the safety of the people and you also have to guarantee the safety and um integrity of the whole thing but because you could accuse a priest of something and what does he have he has no recourse exactly you would think i would think and if there are any priests out there that like to call in i think most priests would like that idea for accountability absolutely because then you can't say I did something wrong, and I can't say you did something wrong if there are other people seeing it. I mean, how hard is that to fix? Kathy, uh, we'll see. Now, do you think the new bishop uh, should be more transparent, should open an investigation from an outside source? I, I, don't, I don't know if they're ever going to fix this problem because the people that it's happened to, a lot of them won't come forward. They're embarrassed or intimidated. You know, they're going to go to hell if they do say a bad thing about a priest. There's, uh, people have all different rationales for what they do, but it needs to stop now, not tomorrow, not next year, not 
10 years from now. We need to make it so it's everybody is safe. The priest is safe and the parishioner is safe. And then we won't have this problem as long as you have secrecy. Pedophiles don't do things in public. They do them in private, in secrecy, where no one can see them because they're, they're evil acts done by anybody that abuses children or adults. But we can't fix it until, until they stop the secrecy and all of these little nooks and crannies where people get together. So, Well put, Kathy. Thanks for the call. That's Kathy in South Buffalo opening up a line for you. Now we will go to Bill in Eden. Bill, sorry about that. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I'll have to get the coffee later then. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I was listening to Kathy there, and I'm hoping to have a good conversation with you. I was just thinking, a point of information, there have been three diocesan priests against whom there have been substantiated allegations of child sexual abuse since the year 2000, and there have been no substantiated claims, get that again, no substantiated claims of child sexual abuse against any diocesan priest ordained in the last 30 years. So I'm kind of wondering where Kathy is coming up with what she said there, because there's also this virtuous program that everybody goes through. Well, Bill, I'll let you finish, but I, I think her point was I, that we want to feel, we want to confirm that it's no longer going on. I understand your point, uh, but I think if we, had, if we just knew, if people knew they were going to a safe place for the priest and for the parishioner when they went to church, I think that would be the start of the healing and restoring the trust. I think you know, to to address that, too, that, you know, the, the diocese has been doing that to a great degree in the sense that they're following that Charter for Protection of Children and Young People. They've got a, a firm zero-tolerance policy against ch- sexual abuse. They immediately report and cooperate with civil authorities. I know they're doing that now. I'm not talking about, you know, 50 years ago. Um, and like I mentioned, the Virtus Training Program, that also says that you cannot have a secret cubbyhole that's not seen by people that were a, a priest would meet with a child. I mean, that's already in, in effect for someone to say that they're not doing that. I don't know if I could ask Kathy that just called, or you, Joe, have you been to, you know, buffalodiocese.org slash protection and, and read through a lot of the different things that are there? You know, Bill, I think I did. I don't mean I think. I did, and I think that I did it the last time I did a show on Bishop Malone, so quite recently. Yeah. I know, so they also do background checks on clergy employees and volunteers. So this probably had to happen in other kinds of churches, too. I'm not trying to pass the buck here, but have you heard, like, a big openness if if someone's accused of something in some other church, like a Lutheran or an Episcopalian? Do you hear that, that minister's name on the air as it's investigated, like the Catholic Church does? I mean, this has been a problem on Catholic churches all around the country and the world, I don't know if there's another religion that can point to this being the problem it is. And the thing you, something that you said kind of made me think of another thing. When you mentioned about going to church and having the feeling the same, I found something kind of interesting that I thought you might like. It's a little saying here. It's like, three men were walking on a wall, feeling faith and fact, when feeling got an awful fall and faith was taken back. So close was faith to feeling, he stumbled and fell too. But fact remained and pulled faith back, and faith brought feeling too. And the way that's explained is that's a Chinese parable about faith and feeling. So you have fact, faith, and feeling, the three men walking along the top of the wall. 
As long as faith keeps his eyes on fact ahead of him, all three keep walking. But when faith takes his eyes off fact and turns around to worry about how feeling is doing, both faith and feeling fall off the wall, but fact never does. So the church has what is there, and people can just kind of look forward to that. Depending on whatever storm you're going through, you still have the basis of your faith. Bill, before I let you go, one more thing. Do you agree with me that the internal investigation results should be made public, or at least public, to those parishioners within the uh, Catholic Church? Um, My feeling is I think that the men who did these things should be held accountable. I don't know about opening up, um, by by and large, all kinds of uh, personnel records for the public to look at. Something doesn't seem right about that. I mean, it's just... It would make the church appear to be something that it's not. Does that make sense to you? It does, Bill. Bill, always uh, have insight on this topic, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sure. Bill in Eden opening up a line for you. Hey, Blair, my, uh, my biggest fan is on the text board at 3930. I want to be as respectful as I can. The worst part about Bishop Malone's resignation is that I have to hear more people like you give your opinion on what the church should do. Well, at least they're listening. That is a good point. At least you're getting listeners. Yeah. So I don't know if they I don't know if that means they like my my opinion or they just don't want to hear it. Either I guess w- that might be the same thing. Either way, it's entertaining. I have the same feed in here and every few ones. It's oh, pretty funny. Blair, let me tell you, the text board is half the fun of the show. 803-0930, star 930, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, as you heard, is wide open at 3930. When we come back, we'll hear from you and we'll hear from Rush. It's Joe in for Sandy. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN, talking about the big news of the day. Bishop Richard Malone will be stepping down in some form tomorrow. Now, it might be an early retirement. It might be resignation. Obviously, we will find out. I know 99% of priests are great men. 99.9% of priests are great men. They are there to spread the message of God. They are there for their parishioners. And I'm pretty sure... The good priests want the trust in the diocese to change worse than anyone else that's listening. They want the people, the people that were responsible for the cover-ups, they want the people that were responsible for the loss of trust, they want the people that committed these disgusting acts to be put away. But when I said that, yeah, this is a problem for the Catholic Church worldwide, and it has been for decades. My point to Bill's statement about other religions is you don't hear about this within other religions. You don't. I'm not bashing the Catholic Church. I'm saying it doesn't, you don't hear these accusations like you do with the Catholic Church. And this has been going on for decades. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, it was a huge problem with the Boston Diocese. So yes, this has been an issue. And something has to change to where people start trusting the Buffalo Diocese and the Catholic Church again. It's not Catholic bashing, as one of the texters put. That's not what I'm doing at all.
the point of this show is what does the new priest have to do to restore the trust so many Catholics, and there are a lot in Buffalo, can go back to church and know they are going to a church they trust, a a church they can feel safe to bring in their families, and a church they can feel confident giving money to again. That's the point of this show. It's not a Catholic bash, texter. That's not it at all. 803-0930, star 930. What does the new bishop have to do to restore trust in the Buffalo Diocese? What would you like to see? Transparency? An outside investigation? That the results will be made public? I'd love to hear from you. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.